Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Hello, networkers, and welcome back to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my mom, the networking guru, Debbie Peters. Hi, mom. Hey, Greg. How are you today? You know, doing really well. It's, uh, you know, moving into spring, and it's just so nice that we can get outside. The kids can go outside and play, and uh, I will, we will probably in any day now be hopping on our bikes to ride up to the Dairy Queens. <laughs> well, our awning went up today. So that officially says spring is here. And um, what it's really wet around here. <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's, it's kind of swampy in the spring. <laughs> and you know what wet means? Muddy dog. Yeah, muddy dog. <laughs> How many do you keep a stack of towels next to the door? <laughs> I should, but then he would grab them. I put a put a towel on the couch yesterday because I had washed the slipcovers and he I put it all down and got it all tucked in and everything. And then I turned my back and Steve said he grabbed the towel off the couch and ran with it. <laughs> Well, it's good to know he's recovered from his surgeries. Yes, he has. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this time we are once again, uh, we're dipping back into our, our mailbag here. And uh, we have a, a, a question or an idea that a good friend of ours, Chanel de Guzman, uh, whom uh, is a colleague of mine through National Speakers Association, uh, she has suggested we might want to talk about, and she said we should talk about this idea that uh, the importance of having a large and diverse network. And she uh, references uh, Wayne Baker, who is a U of M business school uh, uh, lecturer, professor. Um, and he talks about how highly networked individuals with diverse networks make more money than those with less expansive and diverse networks. So let's, let's talk about that. I mean, do, do we think that is necessarily true? Well, no. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Okay, thank you all for doing <laughs> Um, You know, our thought process is we would rather to really develop a strong, deep relationship with a couple people and work with those and also have more people. So think of a upside down triangle. So you're those important people are right at the point, right at the bottom, right near you. Mm -hmm. And then you have other people that fill up the rest of the triangle as you go up near the top. And so um, yes, you're going to have a diverse network, because <laughs> if you have a diverse network, then you can go out and bring resources to those people that are down at the point. Okay, so so what we're what we're saying is no, we completely disagree. But yes, it's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the comment was that you make more money, and I don't know. I suppose you do, but the I, our idea is have a diverse network so you can help your the important people in your network because you go out and you get resources and bring them back to them. Right which makes them more likely to, to do the same for you. Yeah. So you end up making more money in the long run. Sounds like it's still. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like the way it is, you know, but. <laughs> no, we, 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 I mean, we did just talk last week about the idea that you, you want to have uh, some who are very, very close. These are these so-called referral teammates who are the ones that are really going to be your, you know, the workhorse. Go-to. They're your go-to people. They're go-to people. 
but you talk about the whole network concept of the networking swimming pool is that you, you yeah. want to go across multiple lanes so that you are you, you are a person with many resources at your disposal so that you can continue to help your network so yeah and i suppose as you said you make more money in the end it just doesn't give me a good feeling <laughs> i want i want more of you in my network so i can make more money um, well, but, uh, you know, the, the network has multiple uses. One is it's our, you know, it's our connection to our community and our society, but it's also, let's face it, you know, part of our class is teaching people about how you can get more referrals, right? Yes. Yes. Which is making more money. I am sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, I like it better. You know, I, as I was thinking about this, I was like cringing as you can hear already. Mm. But then I got to thinking about uh, our friend Nina Corder, who is the founding um, and managing director of Women of Toledo, which is a networking organization that focuses on diversity and ending the networking gap. Okay. And in just five years, Nina has gone from a focus group <laughs> of a diverse group of people to a stellar, robust, powerful organization that is making a difference in so many people's lives. And when I, I happened to go recently to a uh, Women of Toledo networking event, and there were faces of every color, uh, all ethnicities, probably all sexual persuasions, but it probably wasn't, you know, so evident. Um, but it was Nina has done a great job. And the reason that she has done a great job is she totally understands having an expansive and diverse network. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, she is trying to get her agenda done as a result of that, but her agenda is all about helping others. So I'm very comfortable with it. Um, just recently, she got the city to pass uh, some legislation that, that will empower women to be more successful in um, their economics. So it's a women economic um, um, initiative. Okay. And there are only 17 of those that have passed in the United States. So we're, you know, we're, we're pretty up there. And obviously it took, uh, I think it was two years ago that Nina finally got a seat at the table at the city. She's on some committee and, and because of that, that she made great connections in the city with the councilman. And, and because of that, she was able to get this initiative passed. And then also um, they, as a result of this initiative, they have founded the Women's Business Council of Northwest Ohio. And in order to do that, she had to bring powerful women together. And her board includes you know, people that are in business, they, um, some of them work for a hospital, some of them are in the nonprofit sector, some mm. of them are in the political sector. So she's, she's um, borrowing their power and combining it to create even more power. So yes, that expansive diverse network is helping her to achieve her goals for women of Toledo. Okay, so we don't have to necessarily say they just earn more money, they are achieving more of their ultimate goals, whatever those might be. Yeah, whatever they are, whether it's making more money or helping other people or whatever. Okay, so so yes, we want to 
encourage people to continue to develop their networks to uh, make them more expansive. There are downsides, though, to doing that. I mean, yes. you, you can end up with a Rolodex full of people you have no, I mean, let's face it, how many of us have on our LinkedIn profile, you look through it, and you've got a 1500 2000 names, and you don't recognize half of them. Not me. <laughs> well, okay, but <laughs> <laughs> I only accept people that I know. Okay. Um, so yes, but I when I moved from Toledo or moved from Detroit to Toledo, I uh, was a business person, and I felt that when I moved here, that I just went about meeting people that that would help my success. So you know, I have like over thirty five hundred people in my database, mm-hmm. of which I probably know maybe twenty percent of them. Okay. The rest of them are mystery. And I'm sure I'm a mystery to them also. And of that 80%, maybe I could reach out to maybe 10% of them so that I might be able to, um, you know, someone needs something and someone in that that part of my database, I might be able to reach out and say, you may not remember me, we met 10 years ago, but I have a friend that blah, blah, blah. And so you have to maintain that database or it's really, it's not worth anything. Hmm. So, I mean, I guess I would look at it that it's, it's okay to go out on networking dates because you kind of need to go out on a few networking dates to find the ones who are going to stick with you. I mean, yeah. there, there has to be a certain, I mean, there's a funnel process anyway, regardless. It'd be great if you could just walk into a networking event, look around the room and go that one, that one, and that one. Those are the only three I need to know here. <laughs> Yeah, it would be nice. <laughs> that, just, that just doesn't work that way. I mean, you do still have to do a certain amount of, okay, I'm going to meet two or three people who seem interesting. We're going to go and have a, a longer conversation. And one of them might end up going into my long-term database. Yeah. And, and you know, and you're going to have different goals. Like, obviously, if you're in business, the bottom line for everyone is that they want more, to, more clients, more prospects, mm. whatever. But, um, I, I, and I've mentioned before that I've had so many people help me in my career that I will be forever paying back those people by helping others bring them, you know, come along. And to be real honest, when I was at the networking event uh, for, for Nina, for um, when the, oh, and I forgot to mention, at that networking event, there was a woman from the United Nations that spoke. Well, that's that's she grew a, that's up in a Ann pretty, Arbor. Good, pretty good connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's been the editor of Newsweek. And I mean, and she's this little tiny Asian woman, just uh, she could barely see over the lectern when she was giving her talk. <laughs> but she has power. Anyway, I went off on a tangent. Um, and I forgot where I was at with this. <laughs> Uh, let's see, we were talking about the whole idea of uh, uh, of having to meet many people in order to discover the ones yeah. that are. Yeah, so and about having different reasons. So I was standing chatting to someone and an, another woman, Nina, brought a woman up to me and introduced her to me. And she's from Australia. She's been here for, uh, I think, a year. Mm. And she said, I understand you're part of the mentoring program, which I am not. <laughs> officially i am not but nina calls me every so often and says will you talk to this person and i 
I have to, I'm going to organize a not, no anonymous. Because <laughs> I don't know how to say no, obviously, because I'm still working when I'm retired. Yeah, well, you're and, just having so much fun with it. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, this woman from Australia said, I wanted to talk to you because I want you to meet with my other friend who's also from Australia. We both moved here because of our husband's jobs mm. and she's a little earlier in the process and uh, she really needs a mentor. And I'm like, okay, I'll be happy to meet with her. Well, I ended up talking with the other woman. Her name is Yvette and um, she doesn't even have her work visa yet. So she can't work and she doesn't know anyone. And, you know, her husband's gone. Her husband was in South Africa right now, as a matter of fact. Oh my God. And she said, it's pretty lonely. And I said, do you want to be a friend? She said, really? Because <laughs> I can remember when we, when your dad moved us from Western New York to Detroit, and we were, you were four, Andy was two, and Gwen was baby, and we were in a house, the third house in a subdivision in the country, Yep. and I was so lonely. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine, I mean, that woman is like, I could at least take a day trip to, you know, to, to Western New York if I needed to. It was only four or five hours, which I didn't do. You didn't do that stuff back then. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a whole half of, you know, day away or maybe more. I think it's 24 hours to get to Australia, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a long trip. It's a yeah. long trip. Yeah. And so I'm excited. I have a new friend. <laughs> well, very good. <laughs> So, and you know, I I'm I'm going to it without any idea of business or anything. Just hey, let's be friends. So it's almost I'm like turning into the three the three year old in the sandbox. You want to be friends? <laughs> you know, I think we can learn a lot from those three year olds in the sandbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess Jim is right that your your life will be. But I would like it to be said your life will be fuller if you have a diverse and expansive network. How's that? I, I like that. There we go. It's, I think that's a good way to end this one. It's, it's not just about the money, but it's, it's all about having a better life. Yeah. All right. I agree. <laughs> well, thank you all for turning into our program today. Of course, uh, thank you to Chanel for the idea to talk about. Um, if you all enjoyed it, please do comment down below. Talk a little bit about your networks and, and how you are trying to create a larger, more expansive, more diverse uh, set of connections. Uh, if you'd like to hear more, of course, please do subscribe. Uh, we come back every single week and we would hate to miss you. And until next time, go out and make some great connections. Talk to you later, Mom. All right. See you, Greg. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.